Hello and welcome to the first episode of the life of a Nigerian girl. If you're struggling and are looking for motivation to keep going, I think this is the story for you. And if I dare say so myself, it is very entertaining, so enjoy. I was born into a world you may not understand. For the longest time in my life, I wished to go back to that blissful nothingness before I came to be. But that wouldn't happen. So I accepted my existence. I did not come into existence in this world wanted. My mother never speaks to me about this, but she probably was not happy when she had me due to the fact that she was alone, which was normal at the time because only doctors were allowed in the delivery room. But her husband didn't even want to be there. It's my father. He had come with one of his wives and he had been like, oh, wow, you have a baby. Well, we're leaving now. And she said, I need some food. And they were like, sure they abandoned her now this is all from my mother's memories she could be misremembering and i could not know for sure what i know for sure is my memories and how i grew up i grew up scared of guests a knock on the door and i would run into the closet because i was scared it was my dad coming to take me away i did not understand what had happened but i know that i don't live with my father And I know that I didn't want to go anywhere with him. But I had a happy life. I grew up with four aunties and two uncles. My grandparents were still alive and my grandfather was my best friend and confidant. He was really good at making stuff and he would make me toys from wood. And in return, I was his little spy. I would tell him whenever my mom had stolen a chicken from the yard to make food. I would tell him when my mom had stolen from his stash of wood to make fire, and I would tell him whatever I felt could befeat him. I had a normal childhood, as normal as you can get in Nigeria, because Nigeria is insane. I went to the best school my mom could afford. I had a teacher that didn't particularly like me, but it is very, very common here. My uncles were like my siblings, and my aunties were my sisters. My grandfather, my father, and my grandmother, my mother. My mother was not always available. She had to work. She was the breadwinner of the family. And that peace continued for a short while. It was so short-lived. I wish I could go back just to enjoy the moment a little longer. As I got older, my mother introduced me to my father's family. I would never forget the first visit. I was so scared that she was going to leave me there. It was a large house with screaming kids all over the place. My elder sister was there and she was very friendly. I didn't like her. I didn't want her to touch me. I just wanted to be next to my mommy. But then they wooed me over with their food. It was delicious and it was different. We did not have it at home. I went back with my mom and it was a relief and over the next year I would go with her and then come back and I would be scared each and every time to be left there. As time went on, my mother informed me that I would be going to spend a week with my father. I was still an ignorant child but I didn't particularly want to. I complied because I realized I didn't have a choice in the matter and she dressed me up and sent me over. Well, technically, my father sent someone to pick me up, and I said goodbye to her. I held back the tears and fought. I got to my father's home, or what I would call my other home, and 
and it was actually nice. I liked it. I had cable for the first time. I could watch cartoons all day long. I could watch movies all day long. My brother showed me the first movie I could watch without any cassettes players. It was Robocop and I was just amazed. I, back at my grandparents' house, would sit down in between shows so that I can get a glimpse at cartoons and this would play for the equivalent of an ad time, but that would make my day and now I had infinite access. I was ecstatic. Nobody was bugging me to pray. I had nothing to do, just play and watch TV. It was happiness, but I missed my mom. And every day I would count down to when I could go back home, even with all this. Finally, the week was over and I was back in my mother's loving arms. Our home did not have 247 electricity or water, but it was home. And I enjoyed it. I didn't want to go back. This would continue. After every term, I would go to my dad's and spend one week as holiday. And he started to spoil me with money. Let me explain. Imagine all your life your parents give you a dollar every week. And then suddenly you have this new rich dad because in fact he was extremely rich at the time and extremely influential. And so you find out you have this new rich dad and he's giving you a hundred dollars every week. I had more money than I had ever thought I could and I could buy infinite candy. Now, dollars is not our currency, it's Nera, but I think that would be easier for you to relate to. Unfortunately, his money could buy my affection, and very soon I was quite fond of him. He scared me a lot though because I had horrible stories of how he would beat up my siblings for not behaving. He never touched me, but I feared that. I'd hardly spent any time with him, he would leave extremely early for work and come back extremely late. The only time I got to spend with him was whenever we were making a journey an hour away to another town to meet his wife. He had three wives at the time, all of which had been with him before my mom. I was beginning to find my new sense of normal. I was settling in, looking forward to going to my dad's and looking forward to coming back to my mom. When my aunt decided that I was showing unusual behavior and I was possibly sick. And this type of sickness is supposedly a paranormal one. So she somehow convinced my mom to take me to visit a uh, religious man who would have cured me from the sickness. But instead, she was discovered to be possessed. Now, whether or not she was truly possessed, I will let you judge. And this is from my recollection, which is not very, very clear and accurate as I was just a child at this time. But from what I remember, she could not tell them the way back home and I, as the child, was the one that guided them. I don't know how I did it because right now I am bad at remembering routes but for some reason I was capable of it when I was merely seven. After that, her sickness became more and more apparent and this aunt is Nene. She, Nene, would chase her sister, Kali, around with a knife claiming to want to mutilate her because Kali had accidentally hit the demon's toe. At that time, Nene, or whatever demon was inside her, was only physically abusive towards Kali, 
But sometimes she would have episodes where she would be extremely sick, shaking, crying, screaming, and just behaving crazy. This kept on escalating, and they were trying to find a way to cure this supposed demonic possession. They would go from one religious leader to another with no hope. And eventually, they were suggested to move out of my grandfather's house into a new house because... As they said, quote-unquote, the dark energy in my grandfather's house is too much and maybe a new location will benefit her. And so they did somehow get the money to move out because none of them work, so I have no idea how they did that from my own memory. But from what people tell me, it was my mom who supported that and they got a new house. Their mother said that she would not let her children stay by themselves and so she went with them. Bear in mind, they weren't kids at this point. I don't know their age because my family keep their age from me, but they were adults. So my grandmother moves out with them and my grandfather is by himself. As my memory serves, it just so happens that she never went back to my grandfather. I don't know what happened, but people told me that my grandfather got a divorce from the court. He didn't have to do that. As per my culture, you could just say, I divorce you. And that would be that. But he went against culture and got a divorce from the court. And that was the end of their marriage. The reason their marriage ended will become apparent to me later as I grow up. But, but for now, we're only talking from memory. I would bounce between both houses. And I preferred staying with my aunties because I was naturally closer to them. Callie and her youngest sister, who for the purpose of this podcast I will call Lena, remained with my grandfather along with my uncles Zane and Taj until he decided to sell the house. He did eventually sell the house and he moved to a completely different part of town which would take a decade to get to, but technically just an hour, along with my uncles Taj and Zane and then my mother... And Lena joined my grandmother, Callie, and Nene in their own house. Nene's health was not getting better. She was getting worse, getting more aggressive. And every day we will play the scriptures on full volume. And every day she would have episodes and we just had to live with it. Sometimes she was aggressive and other times she wasn't. Through these episodes, remember, they were trying to find a cure through religious people and they would call a bunch of different people that are supposedly well-knowledged in the religious medicine to come and cure her. There was one particular rough incident with, that I witnessed where this man came and read the scripture and supposedly the demon appeared, or not appeared, but just spoke through her. It was still her voice, but just a different personality. And um, I don't remember a lot of what happened. I remember that he beat her up in her home in the presence of her mother and her siblings. And he convinced them somehow that he was trying to cure her. And they believed it. Nothing helped, though, because she kept on showing these personalities and thus aggression towards people. Around this time, my mother was seeing someone. I didn't really understand the nature of their relationship. All I knew was that he would give me chocolate. And I loved chocolate, so I liked him. And he would come at night, and they would go out together, and she'd come back with roasted chicken and chocolate. While all this is happening, I fell ill. 
It started as a fever. I was at school and my friend offered me Capricorn and I said no. That was unlike me. I just didn't have an appetite. And the next few days would be a blur, but I couldn't go to school. My mom let me stay home and I just couldn't get up. She tried to self-medicate or in this case medicate me and it just didn't work. And so she hired somebody to come home and put in an IV because I was getting weaker, I wasn't eating, and the man put in an IV at home. I hated needles and I was bored out of my mind and I had energy from the IV cuz I think it was sugar based. I wouldn't know for sure, but after the IV had gone halfway, I convinced my mom to take it out and I was able to play for the first time. Of course, I quickly got exhausted and I was back to bed. My mom would ask me almost every night, "Do you want to go to the hospital?" and I would tell her no because I was scared of needles. I still am. Until one night at around 10 p.m., I said, "Mom, could you take me to the hospital?" And she said, "Sure." I think she was panicking because she knew that I wouldn't want to go. We got out. My mom and my aunt Kylie We don't have taxis at that time. Right now we have tricycles. I call them yellow picantos, but at that time we didn't. The mode of transportation which I would go to school and back with was a motorcycle. It is a Jingsheng motorcycle. You can Google that up, but you would go out into the street and you'll find a dozen of them at any moment. And you'll hail one to stop and they'll stop and you tell them where you're going and you'll get on and pay them when you get there. I couldn't walk. I was so weak I could not walk so my mom and my aunt took turns piggybacking me and we got on a motorcycle. They took us to the first hospital and they said that the doctor was not available. I would have to go to another hospital. So, we rode another 5 minutes to the next hospital. It was a nurse and um she was going to give me an IV. And I was scared. I was like I'm scared. I don't want to do this and she yelled at me and said, "Don't waste my time." And I just froze and she went ahead and inserted IV and they started treatment. I would spend 2 weeks in the hospital and during these 2 weeks my mom would tell me about her plans to remarry this man and I was excited. I was barely functioning. I was in and out most of the time, but I was ecstatic at the fact of having a new dad. I don't remember why, but at that point I didn't particularly like my dad that much. So my stepfather to be came to visit me. He barely stepped into the room. He stayed at the door. His family to be, my in-laws to be came to visit me. They were kind. They brought sweets. I didn't have the appetite for them. And then my dad came to visit me. He wore green, had a brand new silver car. And walked in he told me that my siblings were going on vacation and next time it will be planned with me and i could barely register what he was saying i was so out of it i had i was in a typhoid state at that point i just remember him being there and then my mom comes in and she says can i have a word with you and he goes sure and they walk out together he comes back angry enraged and he says let's go and just to me I am out of it. I'm in a fever state. Um a typhoid state. I can barely sit up. So I just stare at him because I believe I was dreaming. He said, "Let's go." And I 
just kept staring at him and then he proceeded to try to yank me off the bed and my mom held him back my grandmother held him back the room was not just for me there was another occupant and um the occupant had a daughter the occupant was diabetic so she couldn't get up but her daughter helped it took three women to hold him back and i don't remember exactly what he said i knew he was angry i knew he was pointing fingers i knew he left the room went out and came back said something again and then left and the rest of the days in the hospital were a blur except for the fact that i badly wanted to leave every single time the doctor would come in i would sit up act as cheerful as i can so that he could discharge me but he would say another day until i was finally discharged i don't know if he did that because he thought it was time because i was still very sick my grandfather came to visit and i didn't talk to him i just stared at him which is what i did most of the time then after he left i asked my mom did i dream or was my grandfather here and she said he was here and i was like okay after a few days february 14th my mother gets married to my stepfather and i was in every picture i was glued to her side and she let me be she didn't have a single picture alone until people pried me off her and i was sad on the verge of tears i was excited to be getting a new dad and to be rid of my old dad as per our custom the bride would be conveyed along with her friends or family to her new home and i followed i didn't get to follow her in the car that she was but i followed behind and i got to see the beautiful home that i would now live in right it was gigantic and it had a generator which means i didn't have to schedule times to watch the tv it had running water which means paradise i get to shower i get to have a bathtub i get to have a bath i was excited but i was also exhausted and i promptly went to sleep the next day there was another event in the house a lot of people were invited we ate a lot and drank a lot of non-alcoholic beverages and because my family is very religious and the celebration was over and then the day after that my mom took me to the side in the evening and she said you have to leave with your aunties now and i said i don't understand isn't this going to be our new home and she said no it's not you have to leave with your aunties and i said why and she said it's because of school and i said what do you mean i could change schools and she said no you need to stay in that school it's the best school around and i struggle to get you in it and i said well when can i come visit she said you can come visit every holiday it's just that this house is too far from your school and you wouldn't be able to make it every morning which granted it was 45 minutes away but oh yeah bombshell this new stepfather of mine had another wife along with about four kids at the time and they go to school and their school was close to mine i made that connection in my mind but i let it go and i cried and my mother cried and my aunties cried but i had to let go and I had to start a whole new life all over without my mom. Not only that, I had to cope with my 
disappointment at the fact that my little normal has been destroyed and I will never have a normal again. The first normal being staying with my grandparents and uncles and aunts that was taken away and then my mom and now I have to stay with my aunties and grandmother. Everything so far is as normal as it gets for my story, especially when born under my circumstances. So buckle in, it's about to get wild. You have no reason to trust a stranger from the internet, but I promise you for what it's worth, every single thing I'm about to tell you is the truth and nothing but. So stick around and tune in for the next episode where the roller coaster is about to get crazier. See you again next time.